0: Welcome to North Liberty Library's Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast, a series of universal talks gently guided by open hearts and open minds. Listen to ignite the light in you and to appreciate the light in others. Hello, I'm Kelly with North Liberty Library, and I thank you for joining us today on Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast. You can also catch Love, Light & Lit on Facebook Live every Monday at 12 noon Central Time. Be sure to follow North Liberty Library on Facebook to get notifications. As we approach a new year, many of us take this opportunity to reflect on what we've learned over the past 365 days, the goals we have accomplished, the chances we took, the relationships that flourished, as well as the ones that failed. When looking ahead toward the next 52 weeks, one resolution may arise for some of us. Establish better boundaries. The term itself, boundaries, uh, has become quite the buzzword in a self-care-obsessed society such as ours, but few of us understand what healthy boundaries look like. Today's guest is going to break down what boundaries truly are and how they can benefit us in a brand new year. Sammy Holmes' story is unique. She was an HR professional turned entrepreneur. With a Bachelor of Business Administration from the University of Iowa, Sammy holds certificates in training and coaching, giving her the right mix of challenging the status quo and compassion to ask the hard questions to move people forward. In 2020, Sammy established Authentic Insights, a coaching company designed to help women tackle the overwhelm of every day. Today, she offers monthly workshops, as well as individual and group coaching and training and team performance consultation for local businesses. Sammy believes boundaries aren't just a fad. It's an empowerment tool that you need to utilize to reach your desired family and life goals. She is passionate about giving women a voice in our closely connected world and knows that whether you are seeking education to manage your life on your own or are looking for someone who can support you through it all, Samantha J. Holmes Coaching has what it takes to help you balance your responsibilities in this day and age. Today, Sammy's going to chat with us about her evolution from being a bank teller to becoming an empowering success coach, as well as an inside look into how she guides her clients toward healthy boundaries. Welcome, Sammy. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's so good to have you on the podcast. Now, please share with our audience your journey from what I like to call Banks to Boundaries.
1: <laughs> yes, I love Banks to Boundaries. So working at Banks was really my first full-time gig. Prior to that, I did a lot of part-time stuff, going to school full-time, working part-time. At one time, I worked three different part-time roles when I was going to school. Mm. So talk about lack of boundaries. Wow. Burnout, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, since then I've done a lot in learning development, HR, and then at some point, you know, you stop and you look around. I think this happened for me around 2018, where I was like, I've built the life that society expects. I got the house, I got the husband, I got the kids, you know, I just need the mm-hmm. white picket fence. And then I should feel accomplished, and I didn't.
0: I completely relate to that. And you and I know each other personally. So, you know, a bit of my story as well that, you know, when I turned 40 and it was actually in 2019, a year after your self-discovery where I decided I just needed a change. So what were some of your first steps toward this change in your life?
1: Yeah. So it was really reevaluating everything. It's like, where is my energy going? Mm. What type of person do I want to be? Am I showing up in these relationships the way that I want to? And are these even the right relationships for me? Once I started digging in further. So all of that, you know, it was reading personal development books. It was going to therapy. It was getting certified in these different areas, you know, just on this path to learning more about myself, the world, you know, societal expectations on women, like all these things together. And then just really reestablishing who I wanted to be and what I wanted to stand for. And I would say that's still in progress.
0: It's in progress. That's the one thing about this journey that I think a lot of women find themselves in at a certain age is that it's not a one-stop shop. It's mm-hmm. something that is going to be going on, I think, for the remainder of our lives because now yeah. we're more conscious of what it is we want. And those yes. no's get stronger and those yeses get stronger, which mm-hmm. is why talking about boundaries is so important because we mentioned in the introduction that boundaries has become sort of a buzzword. And then just like you stated on your website, boundaries101.com, which we'll put in the show notes, you said boundaries aren't just a fad. Boundaries are an empowerment tool that you need to utilize to reach your desired family and life goals. What are the characteristics or qualities of a healthy boundary?
1: To me, healthy boundaries allow you to be yourself. So when I think of boundaries, I think of this is a set of rules that you have for yourself. And this is very personal. Setting the boundary itself or realizing where you need boundaries has very little to do with anyone else when you're developing them, when you're identifying them. So when you identify what you need as a person to perform at your best... Then you take into account, how do I communicate this to other people? Because this is high quality information that is going to allow them to interact with you in the best way possible to bring out your best, bring out their best. And it in some of these relationships that maybe are starting to be draining or not going the way that you would like, it's a way that we redirect energy in those relationships versus it having to end or continuing to go downhill.
0: I'm glad you mentioned relationships specifically because I think that there are those personal boundaries like, you know, I need to eat better, I need to exercise more, I need to say no to work more. And then it slowly starts involving other humans, especially boundaries that you have to establish with the people you love, I think those are probably some of the hardest boundaries to establish. So if someone is apprehensive about a boundary with a loved one, what are some methods that they can use to combat that overwhelm?
1: Well, first of all, recognize it's going to be overwhelming, especially if your whole life has been built on the service of others. You can't just snap your fingers and people pleasing goes away. Or, you know, that good feeling that you get from helping others, like it's still going to be there, but you have to make the choice. Is it you and your long-term well-being, or is it the satisfaction of helping someone constantly to the yeah. point that you're depleted? Like yeah. You've got to pick a path. The second part I would say to anyone that's apprehensive is to think about a volcano and think about every time you say yes, when you want to say no, what you're doing is building this volcano of silent resentment. Because you're overextending and eventually it's going to blow.
0: And I think most of us don't really realize until that moment happens that we should have established some kind of boundaries. So when you are looking at strategies that people can use to begin implementing healthy boundaries, it just seems so overwhelming in itself to Mm -hmm. say, I need to set boundaries with this person in my life. Where do they start with that process?
1: So honestly, sometimes we take a step back. So if we're doing like one-on-one coaching. I'm working with a female. Typically it's females, right? That hit this ceiling of overwhelm. And they're like, I can't do it anymore. I don't know what's broken, but something's not working. We take it back. We say, what are your values? What do you stand for? When do you feel accomplished? What are things you want to accomplish? Then we figure out where the energy drains are. Because without that holistic picture, it's easy to pinpoint or blame someone else or a different circumstance. But in all reality, if you don't take a look at everything, you can't figure out where to start. Because yeah. your biggest energy drain, you might not even realize.
0: Yeah. And I think that we get so accustomed to our life cycles and our routines and our structure in our lives that we think something has to look a certain way. I know that when I went through my self-changing journey, specifically when I was looking for a different employment path, I thought yeah. that my employment needed to look a certain way. It needed to have this kind of benefits. It needed to be this many hours. We get so caught up in what aesthetically our lives Mm. should look like. How do we let go of that aesthetic?
1: Realize that it's there. Mm. Realize that the ideals don't necessarily come from you. Maybe it's like your family's expectations, society's expectations, Mm. you know, expectations of the people around you. Because when you start breaking that mold and you start doing things differently, it's gonna cause, you know, some rifts or cause some ripples to happen. So is it really filling your bucket? You know, for me, I had to evaluate not just in 2018, but like I said, it's continued. You know, last year and the year before, there were a lot of commitments I had made and I thought it felt right at the moment. Right. But as things went on, I was like, you know what, this isn't what I thought, or it's not filling me the same way that it did before. And you know, just continuing to evaluate and cut out the pieces that aren't filling my cup because life's short. We only really got so much time. Like what is truly going to bring out that light in me that I can share with others?
0: Another thing I think that gets in the way of establishing healthy boundaries is ego. We feel yeah. like if we leave this job, if we leave this relationship, we failed at this yeah. job or at this relationship. How do we let go of ego and does ego have a role in creating healthy boundaries?
1: Yes. So when it comes to ego, like you have to ask yourself, am I doing this for validation or the appearance sake? But then at the end of the day, I feel empty. I have an example. So my daughters, one of them will say boundaries. It's always about boundaries with you. But (laughs) where our oldest was, you know, plugging in devices for her sisters and she was trying to be kind and helpful, but there was only two chargers available. And she has two sisters, which means that her device was going to be left you know, with a low battery or dead. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, can I ask why are you doing that? And she said, well, I want to make them happy. I want to make my sisters happy. And I said, well, that's all well and good, Mila. I said, but you know, when you think about it, did they ask you to do that? She says, mm-hmm. no. I said, well, do you think they're going to appreciate it? She said, no. And I said, "Well, how does that make you feel that you're helping, you're trying to make them happy, but realistically, you can't make them happy long-term. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, like an inside job." And I said, "Did you know that continuing to help others and sacrifice yourself is a free pass to feeling sad and empty?" Mm. And she said, "I feel that way."
0: From um, something I- as simple as letting her sisters use Chargers, That's such a breakthrough lesson there. Is this kind of the talk that happens at home all the time because mom's all about boundaries? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. everyone
1: knows about boundaries, about respect.
0: This is good because I don't know if this was your experience growing up, but I never heard about boundaries when I was growing up. I never heard about boundaries until maybe a decade ago. So even as an adult, even into my 20s and 30s, I'd never really heard about boundaries until then. Why have the conversation of boundaries, at least in my experience, become such a recent one?
1: You know, I think it's just the continued enlightenment of everyone. You know, for me, when I was young, it was don't make anyone else uncomfortable, right? Kids should Mm -hmm. be seen and not heard. And Mm -hmm. that whole idea,
0: I think, is just different now. And that's a good thing because I think that it's so good. It's great that you're having these conversations with Mm -hmm. your children and you're able to provide those lessons early so that when they become adults this will be standard for them. They won't have to be like us and have to learn these things in our 30s and 40s. They will have had that information from childhood and then they Mm -hmm. can use that to be prospering adults. Now, in addition to all of the services that you offer, you offer a masterclass on boundaries. Tell the audience what they can expect from that experience.
1: So similar to what we're talking about, what are boundaries? What are they not? What are the benefits of having boundaries? you know, what a healthy boundaries sound like, what are signs that you need boundaries so that you can avoid burnout. And we talk about burnout. And most, I would say 90% of the time, women in the room or on the call are like, I have signs of that. You know, they feel this sense of failure, like everything they're doing is not enough. They feel helpless or trapped or defeated that they don't have enough energy to do all the things that they truly want to do. They have loss of motivation. They begin to have like this negative or bitter outlook on things. And maybe that's not part of who they truly are. And then just like an overall decreased satisfaction or sense of accomplishment in the things that they're doing.
0: Absolutely. Now, when our audience listens to this, we will be heading into a new year. We'll be heading into mm-hmm. 2023. And that's around the time when folks start, you know, for those who do it, start making their resolutions. How do you build healthy boundaries? or the need for healthy boundaries into your new year's resolutions? So start small.
1: Again, if you've never done it and you wanna go gung ho and set boundaries in every area of your life, let's not do that. Let's just pick one area. You know, healthy boundaries are about setting these limits for yourself and then adjusting them over time if you need to. If we talk about the wheel of life and there's like eight areas of your life that you wanna improve, whether it's finances, relationships, your career, You got to start in one area and really buckle down and say, okay, this is the boundary I set. Is it serving me? Do I need to adjust it? Did I set the wrong boundary with the wrong person? Right? Because you Mm -hmm. can be at different levels with different people. So that's what I would say is start small. And I can share a couple of my favorites. My top four healthy boundaries sound like I am no longer available for X, So whether it's this same conversation that I've had repeatedly or (laughs) Mm -hmm. parties after 9pm or whatever it is that you're like, when the time comes and it's on your calendar and you're dreading it. Maybe there's a limit to be set there.
0: There's an opportunity for a boundary. So that's the first one. I am no longer available for X. That's a great
1: one. Two, I share failures with those who have proven to love and accept me. Sometimes we go to the wrong individuals for the comfort and support that we really Mm -hmm. need. And we fail to recognize that that makes us feel even worse.
0: And I think Brene Brown talked about this a bit in one of her talks about sometimes we go to the wrong person and we don't go to our cheerleaders. We don't go to yeah. the people who are there to support and love us. Yeah, and I it, love and the way so she says it.
1: Only share your story with those who have earned the right.
0: That was the quote. Yes. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three. I don't work harder on someone else's problem than they do. That is a gem because I think specifically women, we care more about someone else's trauma than they do or someone else's situation than they do. Talk more about that one.
1: So that one came up. There was like, someone asked me for a referral, which I have, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I can send them the contact information for this person. And they're like, no, well, can you contact the person you're referring them to and have them contact this person? And I'm like, no, this is an adult. They're fully capable of making a phone call. Here's the information. Like, no, I'm not going to overextend. You know, this is not my issue. Happy Mm -hmm. to help, happy to provide information, but I'm not making two phone calls. You know, this is the extent of what I'm willing to do.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. And number four?
1: Number four, I limit time with those who find peace in blaming and complaining. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm Yeah. You know, they say you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Well, if you're trying to create a better life and set new goals and move in a new direction, you know, spending time with those naysayers, it really isn't going to get you there.
0: It's such an energy suck too. Oh, for sure. Especially when you're on a path and I feel like all of us are on a journey. We're Mm -hmm. just at different stages. And sometimes someone might be still in the stage of denial about their path. Mm -hmm. but you're already actively working towards your path. And when you're telling them about the work you're doing, whether it be a new job, a new car, a new relationship, and they're still stuck somewhere else. And it's a place that you used to be at too. So it's no shade there but Mm -hmm. it's such an energy suck. And it happens off and online. You can see it online. Sometimes when I'm scrolling through my feeds and I see certain statuses, you know, I try not to engage. I really like to engage if someone says I got a new job or even people who say, you know, I ended my sobriety. I fell off the wagon. I'm really trying to get back. That's the energy I want to engage. So really being particular about the energy you invite, because you can't control what comes at you, but you Mm can't control what you engage. Yep, exactly. And I think that was one of the first lessons for me for boundaries was realizing just that because a lot of the reasons why boundaries fail, and please correct me, is because we believe we can control things and control is an illusion. Let's talk about control and boundaries. Where is the fine line between boundary and the illusion of control?
1: So I would say when it gets to the point where you are setting a boundary in an attempt to manipulate or control someone else, that's not a boundary, that's a threat, that's an ultimatum, right? Ultimately, the only thing we can control is ourselves and our reactions, our perceptions, our attitudes, our effort. I like to tell my girls, that's the happy circle. Yeah, Focus on what you can control that's in the circle. Everything outside of it, if you focus on that, you're just giving up your happiness.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, Sammy, thank you so much for joining us today. I know I gained something from this conversation because talking about boundaries is one of my favorite things to talk about. And so I'm confident that our audience gained some insight from you as well. Where can our listeners learn more about you and your work?
1: So I'm on Instagram, samantha.j.holmes. And then also my website you had mentioned is boundaries101.com. Yep. And then if I have time, Kelly, one final closing thought. Yes, please. Okay. You decide how you want to be treated. You adjust your limits at any time. And just because you tolerated something before doesn't make it true for you today.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Sammy. This is Kelly and this has been Love, Light & Lit, the podcast presented by North Liberty Library. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Sammy Holmes about the importance of boundaries and strategies you can use to stay boundary in the new year. Check out our show notes from today's episode to find out more about her work and resources. And also, please visit our website at NorthLibertyLibrary.org for additional programming and services. Thanks for listening.